Friday. Uh, that means it's time for the HTXT Africast. Um, just before we all clear off for a bank holiday weekend. Uh, in the studio with me today is Clinton Matos. Hello, everybody. And Brendan Lutz. Good. He- hello, it's Friday. You, use Sorry. your words, Brendan. Yeah, use your words. Every time. <laughs> Good and what, day. What's, what confused me, though, was you called it a bank holiday. Well, it is kind of because like, uh, it's, uh, the bank holiday is on Monday, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's very weekend. much a British term. It is a British heard, term. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, we are. I we call them public holidays here in South Africa um, <laughs> and, and Texas from the south. What are Um I think we should just call us three the usual suspects because mm. we are. I think we're. This is like the umpteenth podcast we've done together. Yeah. yeah. Brendan and I are going to spend at least half of this podcast <laughs> moaning like sods. So before we get to that, I thought we'd uh, do some some sort of uh, you know if you if you haven't got plans for your for your public holiday this this and the weekend, Clinton might be able to sort you out because you yes. went to the movies, didn't you? Yes, and you saw two films, one yes. of which you rated and one of which you didn't. Which would you like to go yes. through first? Um, okay, so the two movies are Captain America: Civil War and Ratchet and Clank. They one's a bigger movie than the other, obviously, but they're both important for. Of course, Ratchet and Clank is the most mm. highly anticipated one. Let, this year. Let's start with that first because that's actually the one I saw first, even though the review came out later. Isn't it like the best film based on a video game you've ever seen? <laughs> Does that really say something? Yeah. I mean, like um, we we know that they okay bad. okay. This is the best way to put it. It's not a bad video game movie. But it's not a good video game movie either. Okay. Um, so pretty much up to standard then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, actually, no, the standard's actually quite lower yeah, than average. Yeah, the standard is yeah. very low. The last video game movie we saw was Agent uh, Hitman Agent 47, which oh, was a... Uh, uh, heartbreaking oh, work of staggering genius. God, that was bad. <laughs> um, so if you don't know, Ratchet & Clank is a PlayStation IP that has been going since 2002 and... We just got sent a review copy of the yes, new one. Of, of the new, see, this really irritates me because Ratchet and Clank is a 2016 movie, a 2016 video game, also the name of the whole series. They've not given any of these like subtitles or monikers or anything. Okay. So, okay, I'm going to talk about Ratchet and Clank, the 2016 movie. Okay. It's very average. <laughs> um, it is probably the best animated movie out right now, which is not saying a lot because it's the only other one is Kung Fu Panda 3, Three. which is... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Just in case anyone out there in, 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 our, in our audience thinks that, you know, you guys get to watch movies for free and that must be loads of fun. Actually, no. Clinton yeah. has had to sit through some tripe in his time. So, yeah. Yeah, so what made it so average and what, what, what could they have done to make it better? Okay, so, you know, if you're playing a video game and it's got terrible writing, you can sometimes forgive it if the gameplay is great, right? Yeah. That's Step just forward, what, doom. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ratchet and Clank, the movie, has terrible writing and no gameplay because it's a movie. Right. So you're kind of getting the worst of both worlds. Okay. Um, there's nothing special about the animation. Uh, the game actually looks much better. <laughs> not, not just in its cutscenes. The game looks better in its gameplay, right. which is ridiculous. The voice acting is serviceable. Mm-hmm. The music's not memorable. The plot is tripe. But it's not offensively bad. It's just... Uh. Is, is it a movie that kids would enjoy? I think so, yes. Now, here's the problem, right? Because it's an animation, a lot of people are going to look at it and say it's a kids oh, it's movie. Kids movie. Mm. 
But if you think about it, the average Ratchet and Clank fan isn't going to be a kid. They're probably going to be... No, no, no. This isn't meant as a bad thing. Because if the series started in 2002, even if you were a kid, a Ratchet and Clank fan as a kid in 2002... You're going to be a decade older now. Mm. You're not going to be a kid or maybe maybe a teenager or early 20s or whatever. If you're going to take your kids to see this, they're going to enjoy it for 90 minutes, right? They're going to forget about it after 90 minutes, as will you, but it's serviceable for those 90 minutes. So basically what you're saying is that this is a film that um, if you were going to take your kids to it, you'd be sitting through it while they might be enjoying themselves. Yes. It wouldn't be one of those situations where Pixar, um, oh, like, yeah. a, like a Pixar film where like adults usually take their kids to the fil- film so they have an excuse to go to the exactly. film because they yeah, want to see exactly. it as well. Um, okay. So how does it stack up next to Captain America? Because like, Captain America is the other film that you could arguably take your kids to. Yes. And you'll probably you have more fun from the sounds of things. Captain America was a civil war was really good. Okay. I wanted to dispel something quick. We, I wrote a piece, an opinion piece, a little while ago saying, if you're going into Captain America Civil War expecting it to be like the Conmex, you're going to be bitterly disappointed. I was right. Um, it's almost nothing like the source material. They're almost using it just in name alone and one or two plot points. But it is still really, really, really good. Mm. It does everything that Batman versus Superman did wrong, it does right. Okay. All the people are normal human adults making (laughs) decisions based on information and that changes when there's new information. They get angry for reasons that make sense. They are happy for reasons that make sense. Nothing like Batman versus Superman at all. So the plot is, there's a lot of loopholes because it's a superhero movie, but that can be forgiven. But man, the, the CGI and the action is so good in that. Now, because you think it's a superhero movie, you think, oh, buildings are falling down and everything. But the best part of that movie are the hand-to-hand combat, usually featuring Captain America, because it is a Captain America. Well, it is his film. Yes. <laughs> um, even though it kind of looks like an Avengers movie, because all of them are in it, mm. um, Captain America does get a lot of screen time, and the parts with him are arguably the best. I okay. think, movie. Just, just from my personal opinion, like I remember watching the first Captain America movie yes. and just being... Inexcruciably bored. But did you watch Winter Soldier? Yes, and I love that. It is it is like they took the win the Winter Soldier filter and put it over an Avengers movie. Oh awesome. So it's all the Avengers, but it's a bit darker. It's more of like a spy movie with superheroes instead of a superhero movie with Yeah, but you usually find you usually find that like the first installment of most superhero you know, franchises, whether they're films or televisions or whatever, television series or whatever, usually like the first installment is like a long trailer for a film that they haven't actually made yet. That that was the case with the first X-Men film. That's the case with the first Spider-Man film. That's the case with the first, you know, I mean, Iron Man, the first Iron Man was like an elevated version of that. The first Iron Man is superb. Uh, But like same thing with Captain America as well. Same thing with Thor, you know, I mean. Absolutely. No, I um. Uh, we all, of course, have links to the full reviews of these. But if you're worried about Captain America Civil War tripping over and being crushed by the own weight of its source material and the expectations, I really think Marvel's done a sterling job on this one. Um, 
I might sound like a massive fanboy, but if you ask me about Age of Ultron, I'll spit in its face whenever you ask me to. So I'm, <laughs> I found that I'm definitely not a massive fanboy. I just think they did a really good job with Captain America Civil War. Do you think it's because Marvel has more creative control over the, the products that are coming out of their studio? I mean, I don't know how much creative um, control or how much um, control uh, DC has over yeah, yeah. over its IPs. I mean, you know, when, when, you, when you see a, a Marvel film... You know, even though it's got a huge star in it, like Robert Downey Jr., or, um, you kind of feel like the studio itself, Marvel Studios, is bigger than the stars that are in its films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, you know, you 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 can't move from you know, uh, you know, you, you, when you're looking at Batman versus Superman, the amount of stuff that's written about Zack Snyder's vision and yeah, you know, yeah. This, it seems that he's kind of calling all the shots on that. So do you think that that might have something to do with it? Well, what I would say is what you said. Um, the first movies kind of feel like giant trailers. And yeah. Batman vs. Superman was kind of the first movie for this whole Justice, Justice League, League universe. And that's a big problem it had. But I think it comes down to writing. Um you said one of the big problems you've got with Batman vs. Superman is it's yes. trying to cram too many characters oh, yeah. into that. Now, Captain America Civil War has like, Twice the amount of characters exactly. crammed into it, but, but it seems, seems to work a little bit better. Yes, and also because if you look at it in terms of new characters being introduced, there's only like two new superheroes and one or two people I'm not going to talk about because that'll be a spoiler. But All right. they had to introduce so much so quickly in Batman vs. Superman. Um, Including Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's one of half of the movie. Yeah. Um, in Civil War, they're only introducing two new heroes uh, but they they handled it really well, and they did it. It just felt like they knew what they were doing, and they knew how to write. So it's well paced. Yes, yes, it is really well paced. When a new hero pops up, you think, okay, that okay. makes sense that he's here now and that he's being worked in like that. And yeah, it was just masterful the way that they wrote it, the way that they put it together. So there you go. Good time. There's there's your review. Masterful. Yes, says, <laughs> says Clinton Matos of HTXT yes. Africa. This weekend. See Captain America. Mm. If you're a Ratchet and Clank fan from a long time ago, see Ratchet and Clank. Or play the game. Yeah, rather play the game. <laughs> uh, even though it's probably more expensive. If you're a fan, it's worth it. If you have kids, it's worth it. Um, otherwise, no. Wait for it to go into the bargain bins, which will inevitably go. But definitely, <laughs> definitely see Civil War. Read our reviews if you want more information. I'm, I'm actually quite excited to go see Civil War. Yeah, I'm going to see it this weekend. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah, I think it's it's. I enjoyed Winter Soldier <laughs> so much that I'm actually really excited. You're going to have a Civil hell War. of a time with Civil War. Yeah. Awesome. I just love the fact that you did all this reading and background for Civil War, which turned oh, yeah. out to be a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not a total waste of time. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, when you're reading yeah. a good story, it's a good. <laughs> it yeah, was it's like, a good story. For those of you who don't know, Civil War's <laughs> comic arc. The story arc is more than a hundred comics long. I remember because I remember there was a time when I, I said, "Oh, maybe I'll go and review Captain America." <laughs> and Clinton's face was like, "But I've done all the reading." Yeah, at that point I was on like the fiftieth comic. I was like, "What are you doing to me?" No. Uh, well, okay. so I took up half the show with my thing. Now you guys can take well, the other half. Well, this is the thing: is like, like now comes the moaning because. Um, one of the reasons I might be stepping out to go see Captain America is just to get away from Hearthstone this weekend. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, because 
<sighs> well, uh, if you are a Hearthstone player, if you aren't a Hearthstone player, basically, if you imagine Magic the Gathering on a computer game with World of Warcraft heroes, there, that's pretty much Hearthstone. Um, no, I'm serious. It <laughs> that is, is exactly that- what it is. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And if you are a Hearthstone player, and given the fact that the current count, I think, of Hearthstone players worldwide was 35 million at last count, um, which just to put that into perspective for you is three times the size of London and more than the entire population of Australia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, chances are, if you listen to this, you might be a Hearthstone player. And if you are, you will know that um, this week uh, they introduced the new modes, Standard and Wild. And they introduced the new cards, the Whispers of the Old Gods. And they nerfed the living hell out of some of the more popular and widely used cards. And I don't know about... I mean, obviously, Clinton, you haven't gone near this because <laughs> yes. you, you, you're only just gotten over your Pokemon addiction. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I, I played an MMO called Warframe and anything online now I'll try to stay away from. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the thing is, is that like Brendan and I play quite a bit. How many of your decks got ganked? Well, uh, once Standard and Wild were introduced, yep. every single one of my decks was uh, <laughs> no longer valid. I, was, I can't play them in Standard. I can play them in Wild, yeah. absolutely. But uh, if I want to play Ranked or I want to earn the uh, five free packs in Whispers of the... Or five free Whispers of the Old God yeah. packs, You've got to play standard. I've got to play Standard. Yep. And that means that my uh, Dragon Paladin deck is dead. My Mage of Spells is dead. Basically, all my decks died yeah. when Standard came into effect. If you don't know what this means basically um what happened is in standard you're only allowed to play with the most recent cards so that uh, and the classic pack so that's classic uh league of explorers uh the grand tournament and whispers whispers of the old gods so those are the only cards that you can use in standard all of the others curse of nexramus uh black rock Black rock black rock mountain um, any of those expansions. Goblins versus gnomes. Goblins versus gnomes. Goodbye, Dr. Boom, which I'm very happy about, actually. I'm quite glad that <laughs> my opponent can't drop a boom, but now he can drop a 29-29 Cthun. Yeah. But anyway, so you can only use certain cards in certain modes, and standard is kind of uh, Blizzard's eSports Yeah, it's, it's, the, yeah. It's, it's the standard mode. I mean, yeah. you're, you're not going to be able to compete in a Blizzard eSports competition in wild. Yeah, you exactly. So, so essentially, you're going to have to go out and buy the new new expansion every year it comes out and <laughs> and the old expansion will fade away so the next expansion that will be going would probably be the grand tournament yeah probably yeah so for next year we'll say goodbye to the grand tournament hopefully there's another expansion some or adventure sometime I, in that's the, a dicey in move though dude it's a dicey move i mean i I don't know if you've been following the Facebook groups and the forums and stuff, but there is a lot of anger out there yeah. at the moment. I've seen on Reddit people like pitchforks. So I, I don't have any experience with Hearthstone, but I've played competitive card games almost all my life. The thing that I don't understand here is what you're te- telling me about this is what normal physical card games have been doing for decades. Yes. They have a standard format, which is the newest cards because they want to sell the newest cards. Yep. And then there is a quote-unquote unlimited. Uh, no, I think Magic or calls it unlimited or they call it um, – they have another name for it. But it just is – it's a series where you can use every card they've ever printed. But it's never as popular. It almost never gets official support. Am I correct in Standard no, well, and Wild like that? Well, Standard and Wild has literally been out for like five days. Or no, yeah. three days. So, <laughs> so like um, – and uh, – I, I, I think that it's the it's the standard thing that always happens with yeah. um with with you know just not with normal card games obviously but obviously with uh, with with Hearthstone as well is that change is 
looked at as something that is bad initially, and then people start um, working through the metagame and developing new decks. I mean, you know, this happened last year when there was a massive outcry when um, the Warsong Commander got nerfed. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and and any minion you had that was, uh, you know, three attack or more got a charge. charge. That that was completely removed. And the reason that was removed is because you could literally kill someone with a great, uh, Grim Patron deck in one move. Yeah, exactly. And they had no defense against it. Um, now, with this standard in Wild, I think what it is is, you know, they, they've had a look at balancing for esports, essentially. I think, I mean, I was very, very upset to see my hand-locked deck get ganked completely i mean you know the molten giant plus void callers yeah void callers are gone you yeah know. uh what's like for me it's it's what really made me angry though was more about how the cards just like it was one day you were playing i mean i was literally on tuesday <laughs> yeah. evening i was playing my dragon paladin deck pawning some noobs and then the next morning I woke up and I couldn't use that deck anymore and I had, yeah. I had to go back and rework it mm. and where, after reworking it even with the old gods packs I was losing hand over fist yeah. because the meta just shifted that yeah, much and look we understood that it was coming we knew, yeah. we knew for a long time that it was coming but the change was very very sudden and it doesn't help that a lot of the uh, Cthun decks are absolutely broken in terms of how yeah. of how crazy they are. I mean, I have a Cthun Priest deck that I've built that just buffs the Cthun card up mm. to a point where it's literally 29-29. And when that card comes out, you deal 29 damage to the board, to your enemy. And <laughs> you can clear the board with with that when that card comes out. The problem is that then your opponent sees that and goes, oh, well, I'm just going to concede. And that kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, you've been playing up until you got 10 mana and all of that stuff. But the moment you drop that card, it's game over. Yeah, but the other thing about the, the Cthun card, though, I, I disagree with that, by the way. Just having, I don't think once you drop Cthun, the game's over. Just a, if, you, if you're a, bit, a little bit lost at the moment, Cthun is a card that costs 10 mana to bring out, and it starts off with a 6-6, six, six, uh, 6 damage, 6 health. Yeah. But you can play other minions and other cards that basically buffer this, this, this thing up. So, you know, like Brendan said, you can bring it out with a, an exorbitant amount of damage. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's game, o- game over. Okay? True. For example, I played a warrior deck, and um, I just decided oh, i'll just let the let the, the deck build it build it for me and it wasn't a particularly interesting deck but um i had shield maiden out and i had like grim patron out and i had um frothing berserker out and i had like a ton of yeah. other cards and then Cthulhu lands on the board and starts hammering the living hell out of everything there. Of course, for every single grim patron it hits, it produces another, another grim one. patron and every single minion it hits gives me more armor because of the shield maiden. Yeah. So it's like Okay, your Cthulhu came out. Brilliant. Now I have... Uh, now I'm sitting on armor. 15 armor. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just going to attack you with this tiny little thing over here. Oh, and now I'm going to use Execute. Goodbye. Dead, yeah. Thank you very much. So you, yes. you can actually play Work around it. it. But the thing is, what, what bothers me is that most people are centering their deck now around Cthulhu. Absolutely. Most, that, most, that is all I've seen. That usually happens when there's a meta game. But the, he's not the only legendary. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, listen. Okay, I completely understand this. 
when new cards get revealed, a lot of people see a card they think is going to be good and they devote a lot of time and attention to making decks around that. And when it comes out, it's strong because of that. But, but the as, reason... But, but wait, just wait. <laughs> as the metagame evolves, people will look at more of the cards and make other decks that are good. This always happens. There's always one or two cards in the new expansion which looks good and may be good, but then as the it evolves it becomes less good. The only reason that Cthun is in so many decks is because you get it free well, if you logged in. Well, if yeah. you logged in at the right time. It's also the fact, though, that um, the thing about Cthun is the fact that because you've had so many expansions and you've had so many different cards yeah. and there are so many players playing yeah. and there's so many established decks and ways to pilot them, mm-hmm. I think that one of the reasons that these nerfs came in and uh, the standard mode came in and the new Cthun cards came in it's because they're trying to attract new players. Now, the thing is, if you see how many established decks and how many established ways of playing have now been like tossed in the garbage. Uh, well, no, not tossed in the garbage. That's wrong. I mean, you can still play tossed them Tossed in into wild. wild. Yeah, yeah, tossed into wild. Okay. Have been let loose into the wild. <laughs> um, it's kind of a more of a level playing field now for new players. All right? Yeah. Because you're not, you, you know, you, you, as a brand new player, you start to build your deck around Cthulhu. So it gives you an idea of how to start building your deck yeah. if you've never played a game like this before. Fair enough. And, and using buffers like that. It's, it's great to attract new players to the game this way. Um, it's, it's just us people who have invested all this time and effort and had our favorite decks who are having our noses put out of joint. But the, the, let's face it, it's not going to stop you playing. No, not at all. And exactly. Absolutely not. And, I mean, and I hear what you're saying because, I mean, if you look at the cards that buff Cthulhu, like they're all very spread out there's not like oh they're all two mana cards or mm. they're all one mana cards no. they all have it's, there's a one there's a two there's a three mana there's an eight mana there's a legendary there's, mm. there's all sorts of cards so that makes sense actually mm. in the fact that it's teaching people how to build cards and what cards synergize and how synergies with cards work yeah I also want to add that like Nick said if they don't attract new players your game will stagnate and die mm. so even if you're a veteran player now who's upset with the changes if everything stays the same, your game will not last. Hmm. I've seen this happen before. Well, uh, it, in, again, in physical card games, they need to do this, guys. If you want your game to continue and st- still get new stuff, this happens. Yeah, and it's, it, it's the unfortunate nature of the beast. And it's not just that. It's also, I mean, most of Blizzard's games are like this. I yeah. mean, you know, StarCraft bring out a new expansion and they have uh, you know new units that add new kind of meta yeah. games within that game. I mean, you know, I mean, I I pity more the StarCraft players than us. I mean, we're just <laughs> yeah. getting some we're just, ah! we're just getting some new cards and our nose is slightly put out of joint. <laughs> These guys are like grand chess masters who are now told now the pawn can turn inside out <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, the the queen can now only move uh, three squares. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> But that's how it is. Yeah. I, look, I'm, I am definitely not going to stop playing Hearthstone. It's an incredibly addictive game. I'm definitely uh, not going to. I think Blizzard would say it's, it's an, an incredibly engaging, engaging game. game. <laughs> Apologies, Blizzard. Um, it's incredibly engaging. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't tried it, um, I would say go and check it out, but I don't want to be the person that uh, no. opened that gateway drug no, no, to no. you. No, yeah, that's kind of like <laughs> saying the first taste is free. Man. <laughs> it's, um, it's a slippery slope. It's uh, but just, it just, is a just lot letting of fun. you know that it is free and it is available on iPad and iPhone, <laughs> <laughs> PC, Mac. <laughs> didn't when you started working here? You didn't. Uh, sorry, I'm talking to Brendan now. I'm pointing at him. You didn't yeah. play your Hearthstone. No, I didn't. Uh, Nick, over the December holiday, dealer, yeah. yeah. After uh, over the December holiday, I was like, yeah, 
one, I don't want to. It's too hot to play The Witcher on my PC. Let's play something minimal. <laughs> and then it was over. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to continue keeping my sanity and my extra free time to waste. And I'm um, going to spend the whole weekend playing Hearthstone. Yes. I'm going to see Captain America. Yes, um, so there's a and then I'm going to play Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> <laughs> so there. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. So, guys, awesome. um, thank you for joining us. Again, all the links to all the stories we talked about will be under this if you want to go have a nice read. And I think that's our show, hey? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Is. Thank you very much, Brendan. Thank you so much, Nick. Thank you very much, Clinton. It is my pleasure. And have a nice day off on Monday. As a public holiday. <laughs> Bank holiday. <laughs> Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time.